Um, so having the courage to, to step out and to lead courageously um, is going you know, to help fulfill that purpose too. Uh, and then finally, it is to accept the higher reward. Um, and so this is speaking specifically to, to religion and Christianity, um, you know, that our, our time here on the earth is limited, um, you know, and, and we should be acting accordingly in life, expecting that our higher reward is going to come when we, we, we're, we met with our eternal father, right, at, a life after death. Um, and so I think those four things are going to help you kind of wrap your mind around, like, what is a man? What are the values that, that they have? Um, and I think that is going to help you define what your purpose is. Hi, everyone. I'm Chris Rodak. Welcome to the Rising Father Podcast. I have Drew Camp with me. He's the founder of Tedco, an awesome fatherhood brand and supplement brand, health brand I've been following over the past few months now. They have an awesome new pre-workout out, and they're all about helping fathers improve themselves to improve their families and lead from the front. Welcome, Drew. Thank you, Chris, for having me on, man. It's, a, it's an honor to be here. You bet, man. So, so what caused you to start Tedco? Man, that is a loaded question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Get right into it. Uh, yeah, right. Oh, just bam, right off the bat. Um, so I, uh, I was in the military. Uh, was in the army for for a few years, active duty. I'm, I'm still serving the National Guard. Um, and on active duty, I uh, had the opportunity to deploy uh, to Afghanistan. Um, and when a lot of guys transition back to you know to stateside and, and and really get out of the military there's almost like a lack of purpose, right? Like a lack of, of a, you know, you have a clear mission, right? When you're at war, right? There's the bad guy, and you're the good guy, and, and your mission is to go destroy the bad guy. So it's very clear black and white. Um, but when you get out of, of the military, a, a lot of guys struggle with transition, and I was, I was no different with that um, and kind of finding fulfillment, finding purpose. Um, and I tell you what, man, the, the second I had my, my first daughter, that, uh, that purpose void was filled, <laughs> right? Like I, I know what I'm supposed to do now. Um, you know, is, is to raise her. Um, and uh, so s since then, I've, I've had uh, another daughter and I've had a son. So we've got three kids total now. Um, and probably the two, one of the two, well, I guess the two most important things in my life are our family and fitness. Um, I was a yeah, college collegiate athlete, played baseball. So fitness was a big part of my journey there. And obviously in the military, fitness is a big part as well. Um, and then once I became a father, that's really like the, the most important aspect, right? And so um, that and given a sense the, of kind of an entrepreneurial spirit, um, I, I've always had that. And so try to think of what can I do to merge the two really to help, to help dads. Um, and so Tedco was founded, um, or the Epic Dad Company. And, and our, our mission is really to, to change the culture, uh, by creating more Epic Dads. Um, when we take a step back and just look at culture broadly, right? Like, I think there's been a degradation of, of cultural uh, norms for the past 40 or 50 years. So we just look at increases in poverty, increases in, uh, in mental illness and suicide, et cetera. Um, and I feel like we oftentimes try to just put a Band-Aid uh, or a policy onto that problem and think it'll solve it. But when we take a step back and look at the common denominator, it really starts in the home and it starts with the dad um, that's not being the leader he needs to be. So that, that's kind of our mission is like, how do we help empower dads to step up to be the leaders, athletes, and providers that they need to be? Um, one, to change themselves to be a better person. Uh, two, to change their family. Uh, but then three is that's going to impact the community more broadly. And then over time, that's going to, to create a better culture. So although we're a supplement brand, we sell supplements. That's really not our mission uh, to sell more supplements. We want to help change the culture. I love that. Spoke a lot of wisdom in there. And there's definitely been a, over the past, I don't know, 20, 30 years, just from media, from television shows, from movies, the way men, the way fathers are portrayed 
is not probably the way you would want your son to grow up to be. You know, you mm-hmm. really have to put your own um, stamp on what you want your son to look like or the kind of guy you want your, your daughter to marry. And if you, if you allow it to be up to the Internet, to be up to social media, to be up to TV, movies, then you're going to get a very different kind of kid than you want. Um, and it's great that your brand is going after that, and that's your mission to help guys become their best and become leaders and serve their community. Because I agree, I think that so many of our culture of our culture's problems and world's problems would be solved immediately if every single dad just went home, tried to be the very best they could, and we wouldn't have to worry about some of the probably surprise some of the, the mental health issues we have some of the crime issues we have you know so many kids are from fatherless homes or from homes with fathers where they're not taking that role seriously and it shows up in every single aspect of their life you know they, well, they might be obese they might be struggling at school they could have mental health problems and yeah i agree if, if dads took that role seriously and went home and just tried to be the very best person they could then we would instantly solve many of our country's problems yeah, hundred percent agree, man. Um, you know, and you you talk about media, um, you know, social media, news, politics, whatever, right? Um, it seems like there is a concerted effort um, to reduce the role of the father in the home, yep. uh, to reduce the the role that masculinity plays positively in society, um, and that's why we're seeing a lot of those problems, right? And it's really easy as an individual. Uh, to take a look at that and say, all right, I want to create massive change, right? Uh, I think everybody would raise their hand and be like, yeah, I want to change. I want the culture to change, right? Um, but it's it's a lot harder sometimes to take a look inward and say, okay, I, I'm not going to be able to change the world by myself, right? Um, I, I'm going to have to the first fix what's going on inside with me and fix what's going on in my home, right? I've got to get my house in order first in order to, to you know create that change. And so that, I think that's what happens with, with policy a lot in, in the political sphere um, is we, we try to throw Band-Aids on it, right? Of, hey, poverty, we'll just put in a better welfare system, whatever, right? But if you look at root cause, what's actually causing the poverty, right? It, it's more often than not that that family unit, uh, the traditional family unit has been broken. Uh, the father is, is either not home um, or if he is home, uh, he's not being present. He's not being engaged. He's not being the leader that he should be to support that family. And so it's, that's going to impact the kids, right? And, and now that's the kids normal when they grow up and that's how they're going to treat their family too. So I think it's, you know, you really have to take a look inwardly and say it starts with you as the, as the individual to make changes in your life. And then ultimately, again, that's going to cascade down through generations, but then also that's going to create a broader societal impact because, you know, people at the workplace or friends are going to start to see you level up as a dad and start to, you know, one, hey, you get in a little bit more shape, um, or two, you know, being a little bit more present with your kids and, and responding as opposed to reacting. Um, and they're going to take note of that, right? And, and they're going to ask you what the heck you're doing. Um, you know, so that impact that you're having in the home is going to cascade again uh, across the society too. What do you think is one of the biggest issues that men are going through right now that's causing them to reach out to, you know, fatherhood figures, men's groups, or really need that kind of guidance like what is it that's happened these past 10 20 years that really is inside making men not feel that fulfillment sense of purpose and just lacking yeah so i was i mean you you hit it on the head and and you kind of said the answer out loud is purpose i think Mm -hmm. um is the big one right and um 
uh, I would say purpose and, and really not knowing like what the role of a father should be. We're having a good, um, a good figure to look to, to tell them what a father should be. Mm. And so not knocking our, our prior generations, um, you know, some of the, the, the most amazing human beings we've ever seen were, were in World War Two in Vietnam, um, you know, but, but a lot of times um, when guys come back from war, uh, they're going to compartmentalize things, right? And, and probably not be as emotionally present uh, with their children as they could be. Um, and so, I mean, that, that's part of it is just generations past, but, um, but really it comes down to, to purpose, I think. Um, and, and media, uh, our, our cultural environment right now does a great job of just throwing a lot of stuff in your face that is going to distract you uh, from what that purpose should be, right? So I think that, that's a big one is having a clear vision, having a clear purpose. And then if you don't have that, you're going to try to fill the void somehow with, with negative actions, negative habits. Um, uh, so, so that, and then also I think there just hasn't been a great role model or framework around like what a man should be. Hmm. Um, just because again, society has just attacked masculinity left and right. And, and, you know, the moment you, you step up and, and want to be competitive or something like that, like you get knocked down. Um, but I think there's a lot of good that comes along with masculinity that we need. Um, and so we haven't really had a good example of what that looks like or a framework or what that looks like. So I think wrapping a framework around that and combining that with a clear vision and purpose, um, is going to go a long way. So how does the, the, the purpose and, you know, fulfillment in your, in a man's life is a tough concept to wrap your head around, especially if you don't know what that's supposed to be. Um, you know, you could say, find your purpose. Well, guys like, well, yeah, what does that mean? Like where, Yeah. like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm an accountant right now. I go home, I watch TV. I'm hanging with my family, go to sleep. I still have this empty feeling inside. Like, what do you mean my purpose? What is my purpose? So what would you, what would you tell a guy like that? Like what's the, what's there, what's out there that I'm not missing or that I am missing? Yeah. So I would say that, that feeling that you get, um, you know, of, of that emptiness that you have, uh, is going to be a, a, a good, uh, sense to you. Um, and kind of good, you know, punch in the gut that you don't have the right sense of purpose. Right. And, and that feeling that you have is a sign to you that says you need to, you need to go out and find that purpose. Um, and so I, I would say that, um, you know, one, I just want to f- put a framework around like what, a, what a man is. Um, and I think you'll find a lot of purpose in that. Um, so I, I've recently read a book now that I've had a son, I read a book, uh, called the modern day night or raising a modern day night mm-hmm. uh, by Robert Lewis. Um, and just a f- tremendous book. You guys should absolutely go out and read it. Whoever uh, has sons this listening. Um, but he puts this frame around, uh, raising children. Um, and as you raise them to become men, they really have to know like what men are, right? Like what do men do? What makes up a man? Um, and he gives four principles, uh, to, to follow. And I think this, just these four principles alone will really help you define like what your purpose is. Um, so number one is to accept responsibility. Uh, a man accepts responsibility, right? Um, so, you know, anything that's going to be within his home is going to be under his responsibility, you know, under his care. Um, and then also that, that comes out to, to the broader society too of, of, you know, like, Hey, if you see a piece of trash on the ground, you know, Hey, that's your responsibility. Pick it up. You know, like if, even if you didn't put it there, you know, it's your responsibility to, to pick that trash up. Right. So that, that's one is accept responsibility. Um, number two is reject passivity. Um, so none of this passive aggressive stuff, right. And, and, you know, say what's on your mind, um, speak, you know, speak what you actually think. Um, is, is another one too. And I think a lot of guys uh, definitely over the past probably four to five years with cancel culture, this has been a big one of guys like having a different point of view than the mainstream narrative, but being afraid to, to step out and say it 
mm-hmm. um, and fear of being canceled and fear of losing their job. And like, that's a real fear. Um, but again, a man rejects passivity. That, that's what he does. Um, so I think, you know, if you have that conflict inside you that you want to say something um, or you want to take action on something um, and it's telling you to do it, but you have that fear, like that, that is your internal dialogue telling you to do it and to reject passivity. So that, that's number two. <clears throat> um, number three is to lead courageously. Um, and so this, this comes to the home, this comes to the workplace, um, this comes to your community. So, you know, to lead courageously, um, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, people are going to be looking up to you, whether you're a leader, whether you think you're a leader or not. Right. And especially if you take those first two principles and take action on those, then you're going to be a, a de facto leader. Right. And people are going to, to look. Um, so having the courage to, to step out and to lead courageously, um, it's going to help fulfill that purpose too. Uh, and then finally, it is to accept the higher reward. Um, and so this is speaking specifically to, to religion and Christianity, um, you know, that our, our time here on the earth is limited, um, you know, and, and we should be acting accordingly in life, expecting that our higher reward is going to come when we we, we're, we met with our eternal father, right, at, a life after death. Um, and so I think those four things are going to help you kind of wrap your mind around, like, what is a man? What are the values that, that they have? Um, and I think that is going to help you define what your purpose is. If that makes sense. The Modern Day Knight is that book. Yes. Uh, or Raising a Modern Day Knight. Yeah. Okay. By Robert Lewis. I'll post that. Raising a Modern Day Knight. All right. Yeah. It's, that sounds like one I would really be interested in. And I'll share that. That's great. So having a framework of what a man is um, for guys could help them find their purpose. Um, now, is a, sorry to dig into this, but is is a purpose a specific thing or is it a way of living? Yeah. So, you know, this is, this is a great question and it's one that I struggle with a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like I find myself to, uh, have sometimes having a, a, a lack of a clear sense of direction or purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's something that, that I think every guy wraps their Lots head around. Lots of guys um, do, which is why I'm kind of yeah. slowing yeah. down and going over this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I would say my opinion is it's not going to be, uh, like a definite answer on this as to like, my purpose is to, you know, create this product that's going to X and Y and Z. And then once I get there, like I'm, I'm done, right. I've met my purpose. Like, I think it's a moving target, you know? And I think honestly, it's really about like the way you're living your life. You know, it's like my purpose is to live according to, to these values. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's a good way to look at it too. What's your, what's your opinion? I don't know. I'm, that's why I'm honestly, there's another reason why I'm talking to you about it. Cause it's something that's not solid in my head either. I, I've always thought that having, you know, your purpose is a specific thing um, that can change because as you, as you age and as you get more wise, as you learn things, your, your goals change and who you are changes and what you want to do changes. Um, So like if for, for you, you might say, you know, with my company, maybe you could say with my company, my purpose is to impact thousands of men and help them mission statement you know mm-hmm. um, and maybe that is or maybe it's not so that and if you said it was i'd be like okay yeah that's that's a good purpose to have but at the same time if you said my purpose is to live my life according to these principles so that my son sees me as a hero and he then treats his wife like this and his kids like this mm-hmm. and then they treat their family like this and that create an infinite effect so i'm living my life according to this then i could say yeah that's a good purpose as well 
And yeah, I, think, I mean, I, I, I would say I would agree with the latter one. I think more than than having, I, I would say your purpose is more about how you live, yeah. uh, not versus what you do, right? Because what you do can change. You're going to have this job. You're going to have that job. Not everybody is going to you know start their own company and go create massive impact in the world. Like that's okay, right? Yeah. Um, and and there's going to be different phases and seasons of life where you're doing different things. But I think. You know, if you're more in alignment of I want to live my life by these ideals and these values, and that's my purpose, then I think you're gonna be much more fulfilled because and, and guys fall into this all the time, right? Of like we set a goal, like a very like materialistic goal, you know, of of let, let's just take the fitness world for example. Of like I want to run a you know a half marathon or whatever, right? And they're like, all right, that's the goal, that's my purpose over the next you know yep. nine nine weeks or whatever it is. And then you work, you train your butt off, you're super motivated. And then you cross the finish line and it feels great for about 10 seconds, right? <laughs> and then you're like, all right, now what do I do? You know? So I think, I think tying yourself to a specific result as your purpose is probably going down the wrong, the wrong path, right? It needs to be tied to the, the actions and the values that you live your life by, not necessarily what you're going to get out of it or what you're doing. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I think that also is whenever you're very outcome based, it also sets yourself into constant mind traps of only, you know, not enjoying the year long process it took to get to this goal. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, we're saying you also kind of tie yourself down. Like I was talking to another guy uh, yesterday who lost like a hundred pounds and he was an alcoholic and he did drugs. And he was saying, if I, set my goals as what I thought they were going to be 10 years ago, I would never have reached where I am right now. He's mm -hmm. like, I am miles yeah, past where short. I thought mm -hmm. I was. He's like, all I focused on doing was becoming a better person and doing those things every single day. Mm -hmm. And I'm amazed at where I am right now. Like I would have never thought that I could have reached this point. Yeah. And I, I want to even dive a little bit deeper in that too, now that we're in this discussion. So, mm -hmm. um, I think what you can do really like the, the, the secret here, the trick is to to tie that purpose to what you're doing every day um, from a ha like habits uh, perspective, right? Um, because to, to your point right there, right, like that guy you know set set this goal, or, or if you would have set kind of a more short term goal, he would have gotten there and been like, all right, cool, I guess I'm I'm done. I'll just maintain, right? Or he would have put the weight back on, at, you know, potentially. Yeah. Um, but because he tied his purpose to the activities that he can do on a day to day basis of like. I don't know what this guy did, but maybe it was like, you know, hey, I got to hit my calorie thing. I've got to get these steps in. I've got to do my daily meditation or, or gratitude or whatever. Um, and he knows as long as he hits that and enjoys that process, like ultimately the result's going to come. Like it may take, it may happen quickly. It may take a lot longer than you want. But like by focusing on the day-to-day, the -day, like that process is really where you're going to get the fulfillment. Um, and I, I have to constantly remind myself of that. Um because we're as a as a company, we're we're fairly new. We've been around uh, about a year and a half or so, but mm -hmm. I feel like we're just now kind of like launching the business. Um, we're we're just starting to see some hockey stick growth, which is cool. But it's like, you know, it, it's freaking chaos, man. Um, I, I'm doing everything. I don't have any employees. It's like it's all me right now, and so like I'm living in that chaos. Yeah. Um, so I have to remind myself, all right, like, hey, this is this is the fun part, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, and you're going to look do, back on these yeah. days as, you know, the building part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So zero employees, all you? Yeah, man, uh, all me Every for now. Every email? 
every email, every DM, uh, every package you get, I, I packed it. I hand wrote, hand wrote the note. I put the sticker in there. Um, yeah, it's a lot for sure. Um, so you got but, this. I just because I, I want to take away some guys' excuses because a lot of people say they're too busy. So you've got that. You also have a full time job, right? I do. Yeah. So I have a full time job. Um, I won't. I won't state who it is, but but um, I'm. I've been in the corporate world for you know a pretty good while now, and, and at yeah. a, a high, you know fairly high executive role um, to this very demanding on my time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Father, so husband. Not, yeah, father, husband in the National Guard uh, as well. You know, have a dog. <laughs> so, which can wake you up in the middle of the night. Yeah, probably more, more the more the uh, the one year old. He's the one yeah, waking I'm me sure. up in the middle of the night right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so busy guy doing it all yourself. Now you said um, some good growth happening right now. So let's dive into it. Like, what's what's causing your your recent explosion? Do you think? Um, honestly, I don't know. Um, it, it's. I think we go back and tie to that conversation we we're just having on like consistent action on like the, mm-hmm. the daily stuff. Um, it's just been a lot of like me speaking into the world and, and probably like maybe one person was listening. Um, and then I just did that over and over and over and over and over. <laughs> and then now all of a sudden people are starting to listen. Um, I mean, you know, I'll dive in a little bit more, more you know, than surface level there, but like ultimately that's it. It's just like taking the consistent action um, e- even though, you know, when you first start, like you suck and, and nobody listens. And yep. if you do a, if you do a live, like you're, you're speaking to yourself, mm-hmm. there's nobody there, but, but then you yep. just go on the next week and do a live again. Right. Mm-hmm. And then maybe a month from now, two people are on and it just starts to snowball. Um, so that's it. Like I said, we, we've been in business for, um, a little over a year and a half. Um, it, it started with no, no following, you know, um, and have grown that pretty substantially, um, started a podcast about a year and some change ago. Um, What's the and name that's of this, it? it's, uh, it's called the Epic Dad Legacy Podcast. Yeah. Um, and, uh, go check it out. It's definitely not as good as yours, Chris, um, uh-huh. but, uh, you can check no, it out. <laughs> I, you've got better. Um, I really love your branding. Uh, I appreciate yeah, it. Man. It's all, it's all on point. So. I appreciate I, I, it. Yeah, you could spend some time. I'm a, uh, I'm a marketing guy by trade, so I, I enjoy doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, you do a great job of that. So Epic Dad Legacy Podcast, everyone. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're about, we're a little over a year on that, right? And it, it's mm-hmm. the same thing. It's like you go back and you look at the episodes and it's like, all right, episode one, three people listened, right? Episode two, like four people listened. Episode 20, like 10 people listened. And then it's just kind of like all of a sudden just starts to like, okay, cool. Like all, a lot of people are listening now. And it's like, I'm not doing anything different, really. It's just like the consistent action yeah. and like not not giving up when it gets tough you know yeah that's that's the tough that's the tough part it's not giving up when it gets tough because in anything we anything anyone tries to do losing weight stuff with their finances with their family you know you during the suck during the early morning wake-ups and just the sucky part of it like some you just want to go back to bed you want to just say man it could be so much easier if i just didn't try this hard right now you know, like, yeah. like this this morning I I woke up. I've been working out early before my job. Um, then I've got my own routine I do, and I went woke up three forty five, drove to the gym, and I was looking for my gym bag which has my key card in it, and I left it who knows where. I could I didn't know at four a.m. So there's there's no one at the gym at that point. Just one guy who can't even see me. So I'm just wait, ho- hoping someone walks by. And no one walked by. So I'm just standing outside. I'm like, I'm wasting my goddamn time right now. 
Because it took me 10 minutes, 15 minutes to drive there. I stood outside 10 minutes. I was like, I'm just going to go home, get some stuff done. But it was, you know, it was cold out. I was tired. I got home. I was like, why am I doing this? I could be sleeping. Do I really want to be in shape that bad? And then, you know, all the all this <laughs> stuff comes in. It's like, I could just go back to sleep, but I got these emails to write and I got this stuff to do. So, yeah, I mean, whenever it's during the moment of, you know, you're under the squat bar and you're like, man, I got five more reps to do. Oh, my God. You know, you, you think you could barely do one. It's just so easy to want to stop it. But if you don't quit and you do it over and over and over again for years or a year and a half, you're like, man, shit's finally starting to actually happen. This is pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like the compound interest effect, you know. Yep. Um, and it's tough, man. I, and I think that's why it's important that you tie what you're doing every day to a, a greater purpose, right? Um, and it needs to be not materialistic and like like kpi driven right like <laughs> it could you know it could be you know for on the fitness front you know all right i'm doing this every morning uh, you know i'm fighting through it because i want to lose 20 pounds all right great well what happens once you lose 20 pounds you're gonna stop yeah right so i think like you have to tie it to something greater and like i said I, I'm, I'm not like i said i struggle with that just like everybody else of like you know um being purpose driven and really defining what that means um but i think you can if you know that that's the case and there's a compound interest effect then I think you can stack your life uh, accordingly to, to make sure that you get stuff done even when you don't want to get it done. And I think that that's a big thing too, um, you know, of like, hey, if I have to get up at 4 a.m. to go work out and my alarm goes off, I really don't want to get up. Like, how can you make yourself get up, right? Because once you get up and start moving, then you're going to be good, right? But it's like that, that two-minute period, right? Like, okay, what can I do? What can I put in my life to make sure that I, I actually take that action? And that, that, that's where it has been really helpful for me. Because um, I'll, I'll be honest, I, I have like the loudest bitch voice in the world in the morning when that alarm goes off, you know? And, and I, oh, I've been inside your head. Yeah, yeah. And I, I've been guilty of this in the past, you know? Um, and, and sometimes it happens occasionally now too, but, but a lot less. I'm just like, shit, man, I am not doing this. Like, I'm going to sleep. You know, like I, I stayed up all, all late last night. My kid was up and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I had the biggest, you know, negative emotional talk, but like, just figuring out ways that you can you can shut that down is going to be big um, because once you start shutting it down enough and often mm -hmm. enough, then it starts to go away um, yeah. over over time, you know. But it's like that interim period when like you're just getting started, you know. Like you're going to have to put in some some things in your life to to force the action that you don't want to take. Yeah, that inner dialogue, and and a lot of guys think like they're the only one who have it, who has it, dude. Like, no, oh, every, yeah. everybody has it, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I'm not a morning person. Yeah, no one's a morning person. <laughs> yeah, Every yeah, single person, no one wants to get up early and go to the gym when they could be sleeping in. It's much more comfortable to be in your bed for every single man out there. Yeah. Um, so what are the specific things you have in place to beat down that inner bitch voice? Um, yeah, man. So uh, I, so in the morning um, when the alarm goes off, uh, first is I set it in my bathroom. Um, so I have to physically get out of bed and go to my phone to turn my alarm off. Awesome. Um, so, so I do that. And then sometimes, like I said, I have the worst inner bitch voice ever. Um, sometimes that doesn't even work. Right. Like I'll, 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 you know, struggle my way in there and then I'll just be like, ah, blah, and then go back to bed, even though I've walked, you know, 20 feet to go turn it off. Yeah. And so, um, I, I have downloaded, and this is like super tactical, but I've downloaded this app. Um, and it is it has been like the biggest needle mover for me over the past two months of like more than anything. Um, it's called Alarmy, A-L-A-R-M-Y. Heard of that. 
Um, and it, it makes you do these like little challenges when you first get up. Um, you know, like it makes you like solve a math problem or something. Um, yeah. but, uh, but like for me, like to turn your alarm off. Um, mm-hmm. but for me, what I do is I, I took a picture of my coffee pot downstairs. Um, and like, that's what I have to go take a picture of to turn my alarm off. Like there's li- legitimately oh, like no, that. no way to turn my alarm off and just to wake my family up if I don't like go down and take a picture of that coffee pot. And like, by the time I get down there, right, like I said, you got to start stacking these things in your life uh, to make you take the action. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when I get down there, I take the picture of the coffee pot. Like I'm still tired. I'm still like, fuck, man, I just want to go back to bed. Like I got my alarm off. But right next to my coffee pot every night, I put my, my uh, 20 ounces of water that I'm going to chug immediately, right? And that's going to help me wake up. And then I've got a pre-workout right next to me, right? Right next to my water. So I do a water pre-workout and then I slam those. And now I'm V2. like- V2, man. Yeah. And then now, now I'm like, shit, I'm awake now. You know, um, like there's no, there's no turning back. So like by putting those things in my life, one, having to get out of bed, go to the bathroom and actually walk and move. And then once I get my phone, I got to walk my ass downstairs, take a picture. I've got my stuff set up for the night before so that I don't have to think about it. I just take that action and I'm ready to go. Like that, yeah. that's been a game changer for me. That's great. Uh, Alarmy is the app. Yeah. I bought a like a sunrise LED lamp that has a timer on it and it goes off five minutes before my alarm goes off. Nice. It's kind of off the side of the room and it kind of looks like a sunrise. And Mm -hmm. for me, I also have to have my heat on. Like I need it cold when I go to sleep and warm when I wake up. If it's cold in my house, whenever I try to wake up, it's impossible to get out of bed. So like right at the time, about 30 minutes before it's wake up time, I've got the heat right where it's comfortable to get out of bed and then i have the sunrise lamp up and just those two things make it easier not easy but mm. make it easier for sure yeah and like there's some guys and, and i have friends that are like this that are like man i wake up and like my purpose just like you know shoots me out of bed and like i'm just freaking ready to roll and i'm just like dude that's just that's not me man like I, i'm once i'm up i'm motivated but like i need a, i need a little assistance you know what i'm saying so like that's why i stack it you know yeah, and that's I do hear people say that you know like I can't wait to get out of the morning. As soon as the alarm gets off, I jump out of bed and start start my thing. Um, and if it's not like if you don't feel like that, you're still not doing a good job. Like yeah, if you don't feel like that and you get up anyway and do the shit you have to do, then that's almost more impressive because it's yeah, like yeah, you're you following your purpose and mission. Yeah, yeah you're you're, <laughs> you're beating down that bitch voice. And doing what you have to do anyway, because, you know, at, for, for most guys, we're not like I talked to Steve Eckert of the project um, mm-hmm. last week. Badass guy runs an amazing business. I mean, you know, he's taking guys into the mud. He's working with like Navy SEALs and Marines like, yeah, that you wake up, you're, you're doing that with guys. Yeah, man, that's I'd want to get do that, too. But if you're waking up and you're like you're going to your engineering job and for an hour and a half before that, you're trying to build a side hustle. It's like, yeah, you might not jump out of bed, but you're still, you have to grind through that shit to, to get yourself moving. And mm-hmm. that's, but still, that's still the fun part, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, because you're, you're looking, <laughs> yeah, once of. you have your business and once you have whatever, whatever, it doesn't have to be a, a business, whatever you're working on, like you need to look back on those hard times as like the sacred times. Like, yeah, man, that's when I was in it. That's when I was building it. And that's something that I try to constantly think of myself too. Like when I'm building something, you know, physically or business wise or anything, it's like, yeah, I'm not where I want to be right now might never be there, Mm -hmm. but I have to enjoy what I'm doing right now 
or I'm going to miss the entire point. Like mm-hmm. It's not like when I arrive here, and we kind of touched on that earlier, when I arrive here, I'll be good because, no, then you just set the next benchmark. Yeah, there is no d- destination, right, and, until, like we talked about before, that that fourth expectation, right, or the high reward, and, and that that's me personally. That may not be you guys, you know, um, that, 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 you know, don't have kind of a faith aspect of your life, but, but for me, that like that's what it is. Like there's no, there's no in destination, right? And, and until you know we 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 uh, head on down the road, you know. Yeah. Okay. So you have three kids. Youngest is one. Yes. Right? Well, one next week. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm gonna go get his first haircut today. So looking looking that's, fresh. Uh, <laughs> that's great. How old's the oldest? Uh, she's six. Yeah, she'll be seven here in April. Okay. Yeah, we have two, nine and seven. Um. And it's wild. Yeah, we're done with our kids. Some, you know, sometimes people say that's that's great. You know, if, and it's like, yeah, good things happen. At the same time, I, I was like, man, I, I miss having a one-year-old around. Mm-hmm. Like, that would still be, still be nice. But then whenever you say you're woken up in the middle of the night also, it's, it's like, yeah, I also don't miss that part of it as well. <laughs> yeah, it's great, you know, but um, going back to, like, the baby stage is, is difficult for sure. Yeah. It is, and then you always look back at everything differently. But I do remember so many nights of just like falling asleep with my son or daughter on my chest, and just being like, "Man, this is doesn't matter what else happens in life. Like, if this is yeah. as good as it's gonna get right now." Yeah, and we were, we we made the decision um, not to have any more, and like we you know like clinically made that decision, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, so I'm just trying to soak up like every moment with them, you know. Um, yeah. And, and same thing, man. Like I rock him to bed every night. And uh, he's just like right there on my chest, and I'm just like, dude, this is just like the most amazing thing in the world, man. You know, it's it's incredible. Yeah, it's like a little moment of heaven. Like whenever mm-hmm. you're a grandfather and you look back and you see your kids' kids, you like you'll think back to that moment and be like, man, I'd do anything just to go back to there right now and have mm-hmm. my my son or daughter laying on my chest right now. It's amazing. Like you can't take this th- these times for granted because my God, they get older so so fast yeah and it's so, it's so stressful too i mean having a baby you know it is um but uh, we just keep coming back to that like you got to enjoy the process right like that that's like the good stuff you know um mm-hmm. and so you know trying to like not not react negatively when your kids you know scream in or, or whatever and just, like just enjoy it man like this is they're gonna grow up like really fast um mm-hmm. and, and be gone right <laughs> and so like you've got to enjoy the minutia and, and the the chaos in the middle because like that's what life is yeah it is chaotic and i was just right before this i was talking to another guy who's trying to build a bar and he's got little babies at home and he was saying he was struggling with some other stuff and you know he was like man i can't wait till it's easier he's like i can't wait till he's like i can't wait till i reach the you know i was like man <laughs> There is no easier. Yeah, you've been waiting for a like long that's, time. That's the thing. Like you got to accept that it's just not going to be easier forever. And as like the man, as the father, like this is what you do. You put that all on your shoulders and you just keep on grinding. Yeah. It, like if you if you don't want that to happen, then okay, give up on your goals and dreams and and just take the take the road of comfort. But kind of with that road of comfort, you know, sleeping in is comfortable. Not working out is comfortable eating whatever you want is comfortable. It's like, yeah, it's, it's hard to progress in life and to go after your goals. So bad news. It's, there, there might not be any end destination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, uh, it, it's definitely not comfortable, man, but I think that that's where you find growth, you know, is in the discomfort. Um, you know, so whether it's like hard workouts or, 
just putting yourself in an environment to where you don't want to be, but you do it anyway, you know, like that's where you're gonna have growth. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, so what, let's talk about more uh, digging with your kids a little bit more. How have they been impacted by what you're doing with the business or your focus on fatherhood recently? Have you noticed any changes or are you involving them in any way? Um, yeah, so I involve them in my emails. Um, <laughs> so if, if you guys get, them? yeah, yeah. If you guys get an email, uh, from me, if, like, if you buy anything, it says like, Hey, you know, don't worry about the glitter in it. Like my pat, my kids are packing it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and like there is some truth to that. Like they'll come in here and help a little bit too, which is, which is fun to kind of expose them to some of that stuff. Right. Like, um, uh, I've got this little app on my phone. If somebody buys on our website, like I'll shoot them a quick, you know, thank you video. Um, and like they're in it a lot of times, you know, it's like they understand like what the business is. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, really like just having this focus on fatherhood over the past couple of years, um, has had a tremendous impact on like the way that I'm showing up as a father, you know, cause yep. I'm like, Hey, if I'm, if I'm having a dad company and like, I'm like, go be an epic dad, like, well, shit, I better be doing this type of stuff too, you know? Um, so I, I think like, and the, the bigger we've grown, the more, whether I like it or not, um, the face of the brand I've become. Um, and you know, like, like people are listening to my podcast, people are, are watching our Instagram stories. Uh, they're looking at the content I'm putting out, you know? And so like, I, I better be aligned with, with our, our mission, uh, or else I'm, I'm a hypocrite and, and like not saying that I don't struggle with that stuff. Cause I do. And I try to be very open about it. Um, that like, although the company is called the Epic dad company, like I'm not, I'm not the Epic dad. <laughs> like it is an ideal that we're all striving towards. Right. Like myself included. Um, but yeah, it, it's helped me be a lot more intentional, uh, with my children. Um, and, and, uh, you know, a, a big turning point for me for starting this business too, was COVID. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but prior to this, like I said, I'm still working in the corporate environment, but prior to this, uh, you know, I would leave at 4 AM. Um, I would get home about eight, you know, to, to, just to put them to bed, um, and, and spend 30 minutes, you know, a day with them. Um, and even though those 30 minutes were great and like, I would show up and I would be there, I, you know, I didn't have my phone. I'd be like just with them doing bath time, bedtime, et cetera. Like, you know, once COVID happened and we started doing work from home, like the world shut down, um, I realized how much I was missing, you know, in my kid's life. Like I just wasn't there. Um, you know, so that was a big eye opener for me. Um, and, and really just changed the way that like, I want to approach fatherhood, uh, just to make sure that, that when my kids look back, like it's not just. I don't want them just to think like dad was a good provider, like from a monetary perspective. Um, like I want them to think back and, and say dad was a good provider because he was there, right? Because he was there to teach us lessons because he was there to listen to us, to be emotionally engaged with us um, and to teach us along the way. And I think a lot of, a lot of dads struggle with that of, of, you know, my job is just, just to put food on the table or just to put a roof above people's heads. And like, that's my job. I'm checking the box. But like when we say we want to provide, it's, it's so much more than just providing financially for your family it is it is providing you know that leadership that your family needs too um and so yeah it's, it's been it's been a huge impact man um i you know like like it's just given me a whole different lens on on fatherhood and it's been so cool to see um the impact it's had on my children too um you know they're six and four right so we've got a lot of a lot of runway ahead but i feel great with where we're at right now um you know they know they can come to dad with anything um and that that's what i want you know, to be ultimately is when my kids, I always say like when my, when my kid is, you know, 17 at a high school party and, and, uh, she, she has, you know, something to drink, even though I don't want her to, um, and she knows she's not supposed to, um, 
I want her to be comfortable enough and, and trust me enough to, to know that like, all right, I'm going to call dad for a ride. Um, you know, rather than hop in a car with somebody, um, you know, just cause I know that the dad is there to support me. Right. Um, like no matter my decision, he, he understands me, uh, you know, he, he accepts me for who I am and he loves me. So that, that's just like, I always think about that too, just like the, the long-term lens and like, how am I, how the actions that I'm doing today helping to support that, like their, their future, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Having that long-term vision is important. Like when, if I'm doing this today, these are my habits. This is the way I interact with my kids. And what is this going to grow in them 10 years from now? Like, what are they going to look like when they're 17, 18, leaving the house because of what I'm doing right now? Mm -hmm. Like if I'm, you know, based on my, whatever my drinking or eating habits are, for example, like if they're watching me every day from zero to five doing one thing, what are they going to look like whenever they're 18? And that's why fitness and health is so important to men and fathers out there is because it's, yeah, it's not just you, it's your kids who are watching you mm -hmm. every single day. And obviously that's a big focus of yours and mine as well. And I just, for me, working out with my kids very often with my son, it's every day. My daughter does it. I don't, I don't force her whenever she wants to. She works out with us. She does CrossFit um, and jujitsu with us. But them working out has been such a huge blessing and growth for our relationship. I mean, they just, they bust their ass. They try hard. They, they, we talk as we do it. We share experiences. We, we talk about our past workouts and they look forward to it. And we're at the point now where if, we, if my son thinks we might miss a workout, like if we don't do it in the morning, we have to do it in the afternoon. He's like, dad, we're going to do a workout today, right? Like, yeah, man, don't worry. We're going to do our workout today. It's going to happen. I would never forget that I would never leave break my promise to you one day like 200 or something he wants to do a year straight and someday it does take convincing someday it does take convincing but you know we're we haven't broken our streak yet but the way they watch the fathers at home has such a massive impact on who they become and what they're going to be like you know when they're 17 18 years old when they're in college when they're living by themselves or when they're married and it's the thing. Fathers have an infinite impact. You know, they're, when these kids, whenever our kids have their own kids, they're going to treat their kids the same way. And it's like, man, not to put the pressure on, but yeah, there's pressure on what we do every single day. Has there ever been any, um, you know, habits maybe that you saw in your kids? You're like, uh oh, I better change something I'm doing right now. Like for me, I'll go first because it's a negative thing. But like I was, <laughs> I, can, I can be sarcastic. And I remember the first time I saw my son being sarcastic, I was like, oh, shit, I got to fix that. Because he said something sarcastic to my to my wife. I was like, oh, I got to I want to curb that anyway. So I yeah. Had really um, yeah, I mean, a big one for me. Um, again, I, you know, I'm not the epic dad. The epic dad is like the ideal that we strive towards. Right. So I struggle with this stuff. Um, but, I, you know, I am growing, growing a company. Right. And uh, and work full time and, and all this other stuff going on. So like. I'm constantly on my phone, um, you know, whether it's DMs on, on social media or like the website or, or you know, creating posts or blah, 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 blah. Um, and I try to make a good habit of like putting the phone down, being intentional with the family. Um, but but I don't sometimes. And like I'll get caught. It's funny. Like my six-year-old will look at me, you know, and, and just like give me this look like, Dad, push phone down. Come on. Like, <laughs> like I'm right here, you know. Um, so... I mean, that happens to me uh, quite a bit. Um, well, I wouldn't say quite a bit, but it's, it's, it's very, um, 
it has a big impact when it does, right? When your kid looks at you like they're disappointed in you, you know? Um, so that, that's a big one. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'd say that's, that's probably it for right now. Like, that's the biggest one for me. Um, but, yeah. And when your company's internet-based and you're on social media a lot, I mean, mm-hmm. that's just mm-hmm. a fact of it. You have to be on your phone a lot. You know, when you're getting clients and you're processing orders and doing updates, like, mm-hmm. unfortunately... Yeah, it's hard to shut it off, you know. Thing. You're kind of working 24-7. Yeah, whenever you do shut it off, you <laughs> in the back of your head, you're like, oh, I could be missing something right now. You know, I could... An order might have came <laughs> in. I didn't get to shoot that video to the person. But, yeah, that, that definitely happens. So where do you see Tedco going from here? Um, like what's the what's the growth? Yeah, so I, I'm kind of splitting out Tedco into, like, two different verticals. Um, there's going to be the supplement side. So I'll kind of give you guys, like, some insight into where that's going. Um, is it, our, our goal is to help dads be better in three areas. It's, it's better leaders, uh, better athletes, and better providers. Um, and so like the first supplement we came out with is a pre-workout. So obviously that's the, the athlete kind of vertical that we want to help guys with. And, and that, that was very intentional, um, because, and we've already talked about fitness and, and the importance of that in your life. Um, it, it's really one of the, one of the things that you have like direct control over, right. Is, Hey, am I taking care of my body? Am I getting my workout in? Am I eating healthy? Right. Like those are things that like you control, um, like a lot of other things in life you can you know, provide some inputs to it, but like the output ultimately maybe outside of your control, but like with fitness outside of a few, you know, very rare circumstances, like you, you're in control of the way your body looks, you're in control of what you put in your mouth, right. To eat. Um, and like, that's just an action you can take and like, you can hold yourself accountable and be disciplined to do it. And, and the results that you see, and even more than that, the habits and the discipline you build from fitness and nutrition that's going to have a positive impact on everything else too. So like, that's where we wanted to start was like fitness, like very, very intentional about fitness. Um, so, so we launched our, our, our pre-workout, um, uh, to help out with that. Um, and then we've got, uh, three additional products we want to launch this year. Um, as long as we hit all, all the targets that I want to, um, you know, we'll launch those. And again, those are just going to be, it's going to look a lot different from your traditional like gym supplement company. Um, traditionally, you know, you would think, okay, a pre-workout, intro workout, post-workout, right? Um, but, but we're kind of staying away from that. Um, and we actually want to go more into like the health and wellness space. So we're going to have a, uh, a, a sleep aid that comes out. Um, we've already talked about lack of sleep, right? Um, but, but mm-hmm. if you're a busy dad, the sleep that you do get, you want it to be very effective sleep. And so we're going to make sure that hey, even if you're just getting five hours, like we want you to get in a REM cycle, like as fast as you can get that effective sleep. So you wake up and like you're, you're recharged, you're ready to attack the day and support your family. Um, we're going to come out, uh, with a hydration mix, like an electrolyte hydration mix, um, that that's geared towards, uh, our athlete pillar as well. Uh, but it's really geared towards, uh, just like, like your, your routine, your morning routine as well. I, I mentioned that when I get up, the first thing I do is I, I chug water. Um, you know, there's a lot of science behind that, right? You're dehydrated from the night before, um, you know, water's obviously gonna help hydrate your body. It's gonna help your, your mind kind of get reactivated too. Um, so what we're doing is, is launching an electrolyte mix that you can use as part of your morning routine, uh, just to have right next to your water, right? You know, mix it in, chug it down, you're good to go. Um, and then it's also great for endurance athletes as well. Um, so th- that's, that's, uh, one of the products. And then the, the last one we'd like to launch, uh, this year, if we can is a focused nootropic blend. 
Um, and that's kind of our provider pillar, right? Um, or like a leader um, is you want to be able to, to, you know, go into the office, be effective, be efficient and get your work done, but then be able to make that transition as a dad, when you get home, be able to put the phone down, which I struggle with, um, but be able to put that down, be present, intentional, right? And so the, the, that's kind of what the lineup looks like for this year. There's probably about 50 I have up on a board up here um, that we'd like to um, roll mm-hmm. out, like when the time is right. Um, but ultimately, everything that we we come out with supplement-wise, uh, one is going to be 100% natural. So that, that's really big for us. Um, you know, most of our audience, obviously, are dads. Um, and they're, you know, probably mid-30s, mid-40s. And it, it's a lot more important now to be cognizant of what we're putting into our body. Um, and not just like roll down to Walmart and pick up like the, the C4 on the shelf um, that has all kinds of crap in it that you don't want. Um, so, so everything we have is going to be 100% all natural. That's very important to us. But then everything we launch is going to basically try to solve a specific pain point for a dad, like, like for a dad. Um, and so that, that's going to kind of help us inform like what the product roadmap looks like. Is like we can just pull our audience like, hey, what's a challenge that you have, right? And a lot of what we get is yep. a morning routine. And so that, that helped inform, like, okay, cool. We're going to come out with a, a hydration mix, right, to help you with that morning routine. Um, so, so that's kind of what it looks like from a supplement side. Um, and then where I'd like to, the company to go, the other vertical is in um, kind of content and coaching. Um, we don't have anything like that yet, um, but we get asked constantly, you know, do you guys have some type of either fitness programming um, or, you know, just kind of like a coaching program for dads? Um, and we, we don't, but that's something I get a lot of fulfillment out of, obviously, is the content side um, and really just like serving our audience. And so I'd say probably around uh, summer of this year, um, we'll try to put something together. It's, it's probably not going to be great, to be honest with you, because I've, I've never done this before. Um, but much like everything is, is, you know, I'll do it and then I'll continue to do it and continue to do it um, and, until it gets really, really good. Um, but, but that's kind of it. So it'll be two different kind of business verticals. It'll be the supplement side um, and then we'll have a, a group coaching side as well. Now, for the coaching, you're thinking like, like fitness coaching or um, yeah, a lot of yeah, um, it's gonna have a, a, a very heavy uh, fitness um, component because we've already talked about how important fitness is to uh, to really every other part of your life, and so that'll be a big, mm-hmm. big component. Um, but I think that's gonna like get guys in the door, probably right? Of like, hey, we're gonna yeah. help you get you know in shape and, and get you ripped. Um, but like the the result of of this program is not that's not the the goal. That's just going to be like an effect that you get from going through the work, right? Um, so, yeah, it, it, you know, like I said, it's not fully built out yet. Uh, we've kind of got a framework of, of some of the pillars that we want to cover. Um, and and we, we always talk about in, in the Epic Dad is it's kind of dividing your life into four pillars. Um, it, it's BRMF. Um, and you can remember it by Be Real Motherfucker. Um, but it's just bo- body, <laughs> relationships, mind, and financials. It's kind of our four buckets. And so... The, the coaching program will take take us through each of those those four pillars um, and have exercises you know have meetings um, really to help you level up in, in all of those but um, but yeah definitely a heavy heavy um, fitness uh, component to it and and once you get done with the program we want you to be in the best shape you've ever been we will end it there sir all right thank Perfect. you very much yeah thank you Chris for having me yeah. on man I appreciate that so what do you want people to know about you? And, and um, we covered some of it, but where should, where do you want them to find you? Um, yeah, I mean, Instagram is, is probably the best spot. Just uh, the Epic Dad Co., you know, on, on Instagram. Um, and then you can pretty much find everywhere else, you know, from there. That's kind of our central hub.